Big Rab Show podcast is kindly sponsored by G1 Reads. They are the champion's choice, with many bands around the world playing G1 products, including two-time world champions in Vararian District. So check out g1reads.com as they keep the lights on here on the Big Rab Show podcast. Hello there everyone and welcome to another Big Rab Show podcast. Yes, another week has rolled around in the bagpiping world and uh, yeah, we've got loads to get through on this week's podcast, including our topic of the week. Uh, Yeah, where we'll be talking to Scott Wood about an upcoming gig. Well, in fact, just tomorrow night, actually, as we're talking about this. Uh, But yeah, we'll get into all of that in topic of the week. Plus, we have all of our usual stuff, you know, word of the week, blah, 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 all that stuff, all to come in this week's pod. But first of all, Yes, if this is your very first ever Big Rab Show podcast, then you are welcome. We are the show for the bagpiping folk, reflecting everything in the bagpiping world, be it Celtic music, folk music, or indeed our bread and butter, competitive piping and drumming. Each and every week, we are here talking about what we know and love to be the music of the great Highland Bagpipe and its people. And uh, yeah, like every other podcast out there, yes, we have a Patreon. So if you would like to go and support our show, then you can do. You can go over there to Patreon, click on support and get your hands on loads of extra stuff. As I said before, there's episodes of Rab Show Plus over there, exclusive interviews and performance videos and stuff like that behind the scenes, like diary video clips and stuff. They're a lot of fun. But also possibly the biggest draw is our weekly Fuse FM Balamoney radio show. So if you don't happen to catch it live as it goes out on air uh, here in Northern Ireland, but then you can download it each week via Patreon. Yeah, so you get two hours worth of a radio show every week in your pocket for helping support us over there on Patreon. So there you are. Go over there, get your mitts on all that extra stuff, and uh, yeah, be part of the Patreon faithful. Okay, let's get into this week's podcast. Right. Uh, from the outset, can I say that everyone who contacted us following last week's pod, thank you. Uh, we had a huge conversation about last week's podcast, actually, all on Fuse FM last night. We were talking about this, about... Yeah, this conversation is still rumbling on, by the way. Uh, since we introduced this topic on the pod last week, it seems to be all that anyone's talking about. And it's created a little bit of a stir in the piping scene. So, um, yeah, we're going to publicly apologize uh, for... <laughs> <laughs> for uh, stirring the pot, I think, or muddying the puddle, I think, one emailer said to us. Uh, yeah. Oh, what was the other email we got about upsetting the apple cart? There you go. So Apparently, we're upsetting apple carts now. But there you go. We're introducing these topics for discussion. And, uh, yeah, for those of you who have no idea what I'm talking about, then please go back and listen to last week's episode where we talk about competition and if we need it. In the bagpiping world. It's a very interesting debate at the moment. And uh, there's even been an opinion piece published in PipesDrums.com. I don't know if you've seen that. Wow. Uh, So, yeah, this is all part of Listener Mail, by the way. I'm kind of doing a bit of a sweeping cover for all the emails we got on this because there were so many. Uh, But go to PipesDrums.com right now where they have published an article on this. Now, they've swayed the article from the point of view that they want to have judging reform. And the reason why they want judging reform is because they believe that the judges are the gatekeepers of progress. Now, that is a very interesting idea. And, 
One of which we kind of did touch upon about being the competitive scene possibly stifling our piping world. And uh, why is it being stifled? Well, Pipes Drums suggests that it's down to the judges. Uh, So that's an interesting article. It's an opinion piece, however, so you can go have a read at it yourself and draw your own conclusions, but uh, Pipes Drums are definitely uh, putting their flag up the mast and saying, here, here's our opinions on what we believe on this. So it's very interesting read. So go along, PipesDrums.com, and it does kind of continue the conversation of what we were talking about, uh, about competition and whether it was needed in our bagpiping world. It's very interesting. So there you go. All right, we also got another email in. Uh, this one came in from JD and said, Great topic, Rab. Uh, my thoughts. Okay, so JD's weighing in here. He said, Firstly, is it stifling? Now, of course, he's talking about competition. While there is certainly a freedom to be found in free-form expression, like sessions and kitchen piping, there is a different type of creativity that can be exercised by fitting within a defined structure. A great parallel is poetic forms. Interesting. Freeform poetic rants can be beautiful, but there is value in creating a particularly witty or emotional sonnet or haiku or limerick. Any poet worth their salt should be able to write a half-decent poem within one of those structured forms. I see those very much like our MSR. If you or your band can only do MSRs or march sets, I think you're probably missing out. But if you can't play a decent MSR, are you really a well-rounded musician? That is a well-thought-out thought there, JD. And Yeah, yeah that, that's been the comparison, you know, with the world of poetry and all of those structures and stuff. And, that, yeah, you have to be able to move within those structures. And the, the MSR is what we have in the bagpiping world competitively. So that's an interesting one. JD goes on to say, secondly, are you a real musician if you're not actively competing? That was the other question we did ask. He goes on to say, I think any piper who's never competed is probably lacking a little bit in their piping pedigree. But you don't have to be actively competing. If a rock band had never played outside of dad's garage, or garage as we say in the UK, uh, I, <laughs> I would post, I would posit they're not really a proper rock band yet because they've never been tried by the seriousness of a tour, even if they've self-produced several EPs. But consider the example of Kate Bush of, you know, running up that hill fame, who toured only twice in 1979 and in 2014, but recorded seven albums in the intervening three decades. Nobody would argue that Kate Bush wasn't a real rocker, just because she hadn't been on tour in a quarter of a century. Similar to Kate is Fred Morrison, a top competitor who spent a long time focused on other stuff and then dipped his toes back in the competitive scene. Even the Beatles, Queen and David Bowie were active musicians for years after their last tour. That is an interesting thought, JD. Yeah, so I'll let that one percolate for a little while, so that's an interesting one. To summarise, JD then summarises thoughts. He says, Competition is a great way to exercise the dual challenges of playing for a critical audience and being creative within a defined structure. That you can't really duplicate in sessions or recordings. Or playing only for oneself, but a well-rounded musician tries other things like sessions, concerts and recordings too. 
There you go. So that's quite an interesting thought process there, GD. And you kind <clears> of <throat> echo a lot of the correspondence we got on this. A lot of musicians who are involved in the trad scene and the session scene and all the rest, they definitely see the value of competition, you know, pushing the musicianship and, you know, striving for excellence, I guess. And that was part of the conversation we had on Fuse last night, talking all about that and the need for competition and the uh, pursuit of excellence, I guess. And that's one thing that the trad and folk scene don't have. Uh, so they are, yeah, they were urging last night on the Fuse show that, yeah, we do need competition, you know, to push that musicianship that little bit further to what we have now. You know, the accuracy and, as I said, the excellence that we have in pipe bands now. Yeah, that's a direct result of competition. So hmm, it's an interesting conversation, folks. And thank you all for your emails. <laughs> so please do email us in if you do have any more continued thoughts. This might be a topic that we'll look at again. Uh, do we need competition in our piping world? Yes or no, or maybe. Yeah, email us in. BigRabShow at gmail.com. That address again, BigRabShow at gmail.com. All right, well, that's it for Listener Meal. <clears throat> so with that being said, then, you guessed the next bit of our show. Yeah, it's time for Word of the Week. Word of the Week here on the Big Rabsha Podcast. Uncertainty. Yeah, this week's Word of the Week is uncertainty. And I think the piping world is kind of filled with it this last couple of weeks. It's been percolating uh, this, this last while, kind of bumble, bubbling away in the background. But now suddenly it seems to be rearing its head because everyone in the piping scene seems to be very anxious about this incoming season, and just what the heck is going on? Uh, we do know that our first major in the calendar that we are waiting for still doesn't have a venue. And uh, don't even get me started on the Northern Ireland competitive calendar. None of our dates have been confirmed yet. And I do know there are bands out there already booking travel arrangements to where they think the venue will be. <laughs> Oh, now, folks, I have to say, that's a massive gamble. Uh, we have not had any formal announcements yet on the Northern Ireland season, so please don't start booking travel to any of these venues yet until we do get the confirmations. Now, as far as I'm aware, both at branch level and also, uh, yeah, at a headquarters level, they're furiously working hard behind the scenes to try and get all of these organised. Uh, so, between district councils, between various different companies... And our branches and headquarters, we hope to have announcements very soon. Now, we do know, actually, well, we'll have this for dates for your diary later, uh, but there will be an upcoming branch meeting very soon that you might want to attend. And then hopefully, uh, yeah, there'll be agreement on certain venues. And by that time, there'll be more to report. So we'll talk more about that later in the show when it comes to dates in your diary. Uh, but yeah, I do know folks out there are booking travel arrangements right now. Uh, I can only tell you that there has been certain venues confirmed and the rest unconfirmed, all right? It seems to be every day now we're getting questions about, oh, Rab, where's the All-Irelands this year? Rab, where's the Ulsters? Rab, do you know is Cookstown happening? Rab, is Port Rush on this year? A million questions about Northern Ireland. I'm even getting questions about the majors too. Yeah, so, of course, asking about the British Championships, we've no idea. British Championships are still up in the air. We've no clue where they are. 
And yeah, as soon as we know, we will let you folks know. Absolutely. Uh, but yes, confirmed venues for now is Lurgan for the UKs. We're going to the Europeans in Aberdeen. We have the Scottish Championships in Dumbarton, of course, and the big in the world's at Glasgow. Now, yeah, you can safely go and make your travel arrangements for those, I assume, because, yeah, those have been formally announced both by, you know, the, you know, the district who is holding these events, but also by our own RSPBA. Uh, so, yeah, go ahead and book your travel for those. But for those booking travel for the British, for those rumoured venues, that's a gamble, folks. Uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I, I'm not even going to tell you where the rumours are because there's been so many different suggested places. And anyone who's booking travel to these suggested places... Be prepared, you may need to change them if the announcement comes out that it's not in that particular place. So uh, any bands booking travel for the British right now, just hold fire until we get the formal announcement is my advice. There you are. As for the Northern Ireland season, again, no news at all. uh, And that's what's causing the uncertainty. Plenty of bands here in Northern Ireland who are furiously working away at band practice now and preparing to hit the grass in May uh, don't know where they're going in May. Uh, so this is January, uh, you know, but this is usual par for the course. You know, we don't normally get the announcement for competitions until the last moment. Uh, and then we're frantically booking buses and all sorts of stuff to try and get there. Anyway, it's par for the course, isn't it? We should be used to it by now. Uh, but yes, that's this week's Word of the Week, Uncertainty. It's definitely where we are. Alrighty. Well, the next portion of the show would normally be Weekly Drone. But I say normally because this week we don't have any Weekly Drones this week. Yeah, there's been none. Uh, So that's disappointing, I suppose. It is one of our favourite sections on the show uh, where you can go and tell us your stories, your thoughts, your moans and drones completely anonymously. Uh, Yeah, we got an interesting one last week. (laughs) Again, quite a common problem we talked about last week, but uh, still good to air air it out there, I suppose. Uh, So, yeah, if you are interested in sending in your own weekly drone, then go along to our website, thebigrabshow.com. There's a big button right at the top of the page um, where you can submit your own weekly drone. Now, as I say, there's no names, no identifying factors at all, so there's no fear of reprisal here. It absolutely is an open microphone for you folk out there to tell us everything that you're not happy with or even what you are happy with whatever tell us your stories your moans and drones on our feature weekly drone each week there over on our website thebigrabshow.com forward slash weekly drone alrighty so we didn't get to hear JD's voice this week but we did get to hear him in his email there you are see how JD did that he worked out well cheers JD (laughs) alrighty well with that all being said I think it's time for us to move on to our next section of the show then eh Do you wish piping could be fun again? Bagpipers around the world continue to struggle with their instrument, despite hours of hard work trying to get better. Bagpiping should be fulfilling. Your hard work should pay off. Showing improvement and the freedom to express yourself musically. Or why do it? The Dojo University believe every piper should be able to free themselves from musical frustration. Proven over more than a decade of successful teaching and accessible anywhere with an internet connection, the dojo is unlike any other bagpipe learning experience in the world. Let the dojo channel your enthusiasm into a fun and fulfilling program that will empower you with the knowledge to fall in love with piping all over again. So go to dojouniversity.com forward slash big grab 
and take advantage of our 30-day free trial of Dojo Premium Membership. Join the global community of students today and rediscover the fun of bagpiping. Dojouniversity.com forward slash Big Rab for a 30-day free trial. we're back and yeah honestly that is a fantastic service that i do know that a lot of folk are making use of uh even currently we've been running this for quite a while and it does seem to be really popular so absolutely folks go along check it out it's completely free by the way you know you do that free test drive and you get all of the premium features and stuff it opens all the doors and then if after your 30 days and stuff that you'd like what you've seen them you know you've progressed in your pipe and then why not go and give it a shot uh, so there you go. Just go and check that out at your leisure. All right. Well, you guessed it. At this point in the show, ah, it's time for a new new feature. What's the crack? Hi, Rob. What's the crack this week? Rob, what's the crack this week? Hi, Rob. What's the crack this week? Rob, 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 what's the crack this week? Well, what's the crack this week? Well, as I'm recording this, it's Burns Night. (laughs) Yeah, so pipers all around the world right now are playing at Burns Night celebrations. uh, And pipe bands are throwing all sorts of Burns celebrations with big dinners and events with concerts and stuff. It's a very busy time in the piping scene. Uh, So, yeah, shout out to... All of you pipers and drummers out there who are involved at Burns gigs and will be involved possibly for the next week or two. Uh, I'm aware of celebrations that are going to be carrying on all the way through, kind of even halfway through to February. Uh, So, yeah, shout out to Burns Night. Happy birthday, Robbie Burns. And uh, to all of the pipers and drummers out there who are playing at Burns gigs. Good luck to you all. And uh, I... That's what's the crack. Uh, so, also, Celtic Connections kicked off. And, oh, my word! Did they kick off with a bang? So that's what's the crack. Uh, we'll talk more about that. Uh, also, shout out to the Belfast Trad Fest. Yeah. They've got some really interesting news about an upcoming solo piping competition that you're going to want to hear more about. Also, the Vale of Athol Junior solos were this past weekend, and we've got the results for you. That was quite an awesome event as well. Plus, there was an indoor competition in Germany, which we get to talk about more about as well. So, yeah, that's pretty much it for What's the Crack this week. We're going to get into all the details in a bit. McLennan Bagpipes by North Carolina artisan instrument maker Roddy McLennan from Euston, Scotland. Proud supplier of bagpipes, small pipes and chanters to Ali the Piper. One-of-a-kind instruments crafted from the finest materials using traditional skills for more than 30 years. Attention to detail and dedication to the highest standards of quality guarantee you a bagpipe which is more than just a musical instrument, but also a work of art. Custom made for you in a variety of wood with the widest range of profiles in the industry. Repair, restoration, replacement, refurbishment services also available. Check out bespokebagpipes.com for more information. McLennan Bagpipes. Born in Scotland, made in the USA.
Ah, yes, right, it's time for all the news and updates and stuff, I guess. Uh, So let's get lost in the woods then, shall we? There is quite a lot to get through, but there are some of these stories I'm just going to skim through, however. Otherwise, I'll be sitting here reading a hashtag list. And I know folk don't like that, uh, so yeah, I'll skip over the list part then, shall I? Uh, So yes, just to let you know that there was indeed an indoor competition held by the Pipe Band Association over there in Germany. And we know that a lot of representatives from a lot of UK companies and stuff were there. Shout out to Wallace Bagpipes over there and uh yeah just go and check it out there is full information including some of the performances have been uploaded there as well by the pipe band association in germany go and have a listen to some real blistering good piping being played there and uh yeah just seemed to be a stellar event by the way so yeah that's all I'm going to say. All of those the information is up there on the Big Rab Show Facebook page. You can go and have a look. We've shared out performances, result clips, all of that stuff. It's all up there now. Uh, so, yeah. Shout out to the Pipe Island Association of Germany. Quite an awesome indoor competition. Awesome stuff. And also, I have to mention the Vale of Athol solos. The junior solos happened this past weekend, as we mentioned. And, yes, if you do want to go and read the full list of who won what, you can. But I'm not going to read them here on this week's show. Yeah, just because we got complaints, because we're constantly reading out results. But uh, yeah, suffice to say, well done to absolutely everyone who competed at the Vale of Athol Junior Solos. I have to say there was a wealth of talent on display. A lot of youngsters all competing at this great event. And it's just brilliant to see piping in such a healthy form. Yeah, that's brilliant to see all this great young talent coming through. Absolutely brilliant. So shout out to the Vale of Athol for hosting this event. Absolutely brilliant, and but also to the to the competitors. Well done to everyone. Uh, yeah, I think standards again. Even though the age might be young, uh, but yeah, standards ridiculously high. Uh, yeah, so well done to everyone involved. If you managed to lift silverware at all, full congrats to you. Yeah, well done. All right, I'm just going to throw this little news story in here. I'm going to give a shout out to Hawthorne Pipe Band. Go on, the Hawthorne. Yeah, now as we know, the New Zealand Nationals are coming up. They're going to be March 10th on the 11th, I think. That could be stuff that Rab got wrong. Uh, But Hawthorne put out an announcement there just a few days ago saying that they're going to be competing at the Nationals. Yes! So apparently Hawthorne, now again, this could be stuff that Rab got wrong. But this will be the first ever overseas band to compete in the New Zealand Nationals. I don't know. I don't know, but hey, if I'm right, this is kind of awesome. So, yeah, shout out to Hawthorne. Really can't wait to see his playing in New Zealand for the New Zealand Nationals. That's going to be really interesting and, uh, yeah, very enjoyable. I'm looking forward to hearing some Hawthorne. Uh, So, shout out to the mighty Hawthorne. Hawthorne! Yep, and, uh, yeah, good luck at the New Zealand Nationals. So, yeah, I'm expecting some angry emails. This will be stuff that Rab got wrong, but hey-ho, there you go. All right, so... (laughs) Let's talk Celtic Connections, shall we? Now, their big opening concert that they had on opening night at Celtic Connections was just... It was breathtaking, man. It was simply amazing. I've seen lots of video footage and stuff from this concert online. It was pegged as like the big 30th anniversary concert. And like a big birthday party, basically. And... Man, was it insane. Now, for us piping fans, of course, we had the National Youth Pipe Band of Scotland who were on stage. And man, did they melt our face. What? Oh, absolutely incredible performance. The National Youth Pipe Band of Scotland never do disappoint, but wow. So, yeah, what an opening uh, for such an incredible festival. And so, 
Yes, not only that, the big opening concert, but also a gig that I was really looking forward to. I'm a huge fan of these guys, and I've been singing their praises since they were about at the beginning. So the Treacherous Orchestra. Yeah, they had their huge Celtic Connections gig this past weekend. And again, I've seen lots of little clips of this online. And man, they just ripped it up. Oh, so good to see the Treacherous Orchestra back on stage again. A few little changes in the lineup. Though, a few new faces in there, uh, but honestly, did not disappoint. Uh, but shout out to Ali Hutton and Ross Ainsley, of course, uh, the two featured pipers on there, absolutely tearing up the stage with the Treacherous Orchestra. If you've no idea who or what I'm talking about, do yourself a favour and throw that into a search engine, the Treacherous Orchestra. And uh, yeah, you'll be lost in their music now for a while. It, it sometimes can be a bit experimental. Uh, I'm not going to lie, it is uh, an acquired taste sometimes. Uh, but honestly, from a piping point of view, with Ross and Ali at the helm, just pff, melt your face tunes. All right, there's a lot of face melting going on in this week's pod, uh, but absolutely go and check out the Treacherous Orchestra. I am so happy to see them back on stage again at Celtic. And, uh, yeah, having such a blistering gig. I hope this is not the last that we'll see of the Treacherous Orchestra. I hope to have them back again in full flow, back gigging again, and hopefully another recording that I can get played out in radio. That would be brilliant. So, there you go. Just wanted to put that out there. A shout-out to Celtic Connections. The festival itself is still running as I'm recording this right now. There's actually a lot of gigs on tonight. Uh, And Burns Night... But, uh, yeah, the festival continues to run right the way through. And we've got more dates for your diary later on that you will want to check out as part of the Celtic Connections Festival. Uh, So, yeah, a lot of great music being played at the moment there in sunny Glasgow. Definitely worth checking out. All right. Okay, now I did mention earlier about the Belfast Trad Fest. Now, they put out a bit of an announcement that kind of... kind of knocked everybody over. We weren't expecting this. And what I'm talking about is a solo piping competition. Now, we were not expecting this. Normally, from Belfast Tradfest, you get a lot of workshops, a few performances and stuff, and that's about it. But this is a new addition that was really piqued my interest because the prize available at this is something that's going to be really quite sought after by a lot of pipers. So this will be the first one that's ever going to be held, and they're, yeah, they're, they're kind of treading the waters here to see what would it be like, if it's going to be any good. So... This will see a selection of Ireland's top pipers competing for a place at the renowned McCrimmon Trophy competition, which takes place every year at the Intercadique Festival of Lorient. Yeah, so you get to earn a spot at that. Wow. Now, that, that is all sorts of amazing. So what an opportunity. Each competitor will perform a six or eight minute uh, Irish inspired medley on stage. So it's kind of free form from that point of view. So your judges will be Andrew Carlyle and Robert Watt from Maharaj. There you are. So, uh, yeah, this is quite an awesome opportunity. Not going to lie. So I'm going to have to get chatting to Andy McGregor, who's kind of the organizer behind this competition element of it. This is fascinating. So for more information on that, for those of you who might be interested in competing for that spot there at the McCrimmon Trophy. Uh, so yeah, go and check it out. BelfastTraditionalMusic.com. The full details are up there now. All about the after- it's an afternoon event being held on Sunday, the twenty sixth of February, in the Deer's Head Music Hall. Now, as far as I know, tickets are free, so if you do want to go just as a spectator, you can just dander in and watch it all. Uh, but yeah, for competitors and stuff, you would like to enter, then you'll need to contact Andy McGregor. 
Yeah, so we, yeah, I'll hopefully get a bit of a chat with him to find out more about this. What an amazing opportunity. Yeah, so shout out to the Belfast Traditional Music, Belfast Tradfest. This is, yeah, this is quite an awesome development. See more bagpiping as part of Tradfest. There you go. So, I have to give a shout this week to Kildog Pipe Band, who I know are furiously working away behind the scenes of various different concert stuff. Uh, I don't know what they're up to there, uh, but they've been uploading little clips and things of them working on some concert stuff, which has, like, electric guitar, keyboards, drums, and all of that's very cool. Uh, So, shout out to Kildog, working away on musical stuff for uh, concerts and things, I suppose. Uh, But also, what I'm going to be shouting about this week is that they have have received a generous grant from SSE Renewables Community Fund. There you go. So, yeah, shout out to SSE Renewables and their, yeah, massive donation to Kill Dog Pipe Band. Brilliant stuff. So that's always good to hear uh, whenever companies are supporting the piping world. So, yeah, shout out to Kill Dog and SSE Renewables. That's, yeah, awesome stuff. Great news. Now, this isn't really exactly a hard-hitting news story, but I'm going to give it a mention on the pod this week anyway. I have to say a very happy birthday to Pipe Major Stuart Little, who celebrated his 50th birthday this past week. Aww. <laughs> yeah, happy birthday, Stuart. And yeah, the Inverarian District Pipe Band put up a couple of photos and stuff of the guys celebrating Stuart's birthday at band practice this past weekend. So happy birthday, Stuart. And yeah... Awesome stuff. 50 years young, and uh, hey, I dare say a lot more playing to be had. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So happy birthday, Stuart, and to everyone there at Inverary that helped him celebrate his 50th birthday. Yeah, a lot of fun there being had. Okay, on to the next news story then. Uh, well, on a previous podcast quite a while ago, we did mention about an interesting job opportunity here. Thanks to the Brady and District Ulster Scots Development Association, they were wanting to employ a full-time piping tutor. And we can now announce that they have now since found one and they've been appointed. Congratulations to Margaret Hill. Margaret Hill! Congratulations, yeah, who is now the full-time bagpipe instructor at the Brady and District Ulster Scots Development Association. There you are. Now, there's been a full statement and everything as well, you know, a press release and all that kind of jazz. It's all been announced, as well as given some of Margaret's background in piping. Uh, So, if you are interested, you can go and read all of that up on the Brady and District Ulster Scots Development Association. But hopefully, I'll get a chat with Margaret later on here in the show and find out all about the role, what all it involves... It's very interesting. So there you are. Really interesting. <laughs> so, yeah, shout out to Margaret, uh, who I know is a current piper with Tully Lagan Pipe Amp. Go on, the Lagan! Yeah! And I know that Tully Lagan have an upcoming concert, of course, coming up very soon, actually, to celebrate their 100th anniversary. Yeah. So, aye, no doubt I'll catch up with Margaret at that. Uh, so, but, yeah. What an interesting job opportunity, and it's now smashing news to see that someone's now in that role. And yeah, I expect to see a lot of great piping action being happening there up around the northwest. Brilliant stuff. So that's pretty much it for all of the news and updates, folks. Uh, not that much happening this week. Uh, well, it's a little bit shorter than usual because I'm not reading you all the hashtag lists of who won what. Uh, but yes, for all of that full information, you can go and check out the Big Rab Show on social media. We've published all of that of who won what, where and when. Uh, and you can, yeah, you can check out all those competitions at your leisure. And yeah. You guessed it. The next section of our show is coming up and we've got a little bit more to get through than usual. Uh, But, aye, it's time for Dates for Your Diary. Wallace Bagpipes. Quality, pride and passion. Made in Scotland. 
proud bagpipe supplier to the Red Hot Chili Pipers. Visit wallacebagpipes.com for more information or contact your nearest dealer. It's time for Dates for Your Diary, here on the Big Rap Show Podcast. Alrighty folks, time for Dates for Your Diary. And yeah, as we've mentioned before, the Celtic Connections Festival is absolutely well underway with gigs aplenty. Uh, as, as I said, kicked off on the 19th, but it's running all the way through to the 5th of February. There's a couple of gigs that we're going to get into here for Dates for Your Diary that you're definitely going to want to catch. Uh, first of which would be tomorrow night, actually. Ron Jappy and the Scott Wood Band are reforming again uh, for, well, first of all, for Ron Jappy's solo project called Vencular, but also the Scott Wood Band will also going to be playing a set at this. So this is tomorrow night in the Dry Gate on the 26th of January, so depending on when you're listening to this, may have already happened. Um, but that's, yeah, 26th of January, Ron Jappy and Vancouver and the Scott Wood Band. And uh, yeah, there's been little clips and stuff published of these folks practicing. And man, is it good. I for- Oh, man, I didn't forget how good, but yeah, I just... It was so good to see them back again. The Scott Wood band was just blistering. We'll talk to Scott Wood later in the show to hear more about it. But wow, tomorrow night's going to be a real good gig. Also, more dates for your diary. Uh, Down Academy, of course. We mentioned this last week. Uh, on the 28th of January, just to remind you, their quiz and raffle night is going to be held in Balnehinch Rugby Club. Yeah, so shout out to Down Academy and their upcoming quiz and raffle night on the 28th. Yeah. Don't forget the RSPBA Northern Ireland branch meeting is going to be held on the 1st of February via Zoom. Now, we mentioned this last week. Your band secretary should have all of the details, including what would be discussed, uh, along with all of the invitation and how to join. So make sure you give your band secretary a good shake and say, hey, branch meeting is coming up on the 1st of February. You need to attend. Now, there's a lot to be discussed here. I do believe they're also going to be talking about such things as plan requirements and things like that i remember seeing the big document and stuff that headquarters produced for discussions by branches so this could be one of the topics for discussion i'm only guessing uh, but hey i guess the branch meeting itself first of february get that date in your diary make sure you attend and uh yeah if you talk about plan requirements great if not hey i'm only guessing so but <laughs> there you go first of february for your branch meeting please make sure you attend that now I'm looking back to Celtic Connections again uh, for the massive pipe band concert that's happening in the afternoon on the 4th of February in the Glasgow Royal Concert Hall. Of course, it's called Names and Places. Now, we had Lauren McDougall on the show here earlier, uh, a few episodes ago now, telling us about this incredible concert and why it is so important. And also, we had... uh, Yeah, just yesterday, a video published by Pipe Major Stuart Little talking about Ian Duncan and the importance of the music from that generation of the Vale of Athol Band and why it's worthy of celebration. So, yeah, go check that out. The concert is just around the corner, 4th of February. Grab tickets for it. So the Glasgow Royal Concert Hall. And, uh, yeah, we'll also feature uh, the National Youth Pipe Band of Scotland. Yeah, they're back on stage again. Yeah, so... They're busy over Celtic, <laughs> but there you go. Names and places just around the corner. It's on the 4th of February, Glasgow Royal Concert Hall. I think tickets are still available, which is really quite amazing. Uh, so there you are. Go and get your tickets now when you can. 
All right, the National Pipe and Centre Adult Winter Gathering in-person and online lessons is, well, I think the applications are still open. Uh, this will be commencing on the 6th all the way through to the 9th of February. Uh, for more details, of course, go along to the National Pipe and Centre website. Go, and yeah, for all of your entry requirements and how you can enrol for the Adult Winter Gathering. There you are. So the Leinster Solos is coming up as well. This will be held in Rush National School in the town of Rush. Uh, this will be on the 11th of February. So for those of you wanting to get a run out before the All-Ireland Solos, which are the following week. So yeah, Leinster Solos are being held on the 11th of February. And then the All-Ireland Solos are being held on the 18th of February in Listnagarvey High School. Now, I think we've mentioned this before, but for further details on how to get your entry forms in and stuff... Go along to the RSPBA Northern Ireland website. It's all published up there, including all of your associated deadlines and stuff. Uh, So, yeah, go and check out the Northern Ireland branch uh, website. All of that info has been published there for you. So if you are wanting to get a run out at the All-Ireland Solos, you need to get the finger out. Yeah, so go and check that out. All right. Now, just to kind of wrap up the month of February, I have to give a mention to Piping Hot Summer Drummer. Yeah, they're going to open their doors on the 23rd to the 26th of February. And again, for more details, including enrollments and all of that stuff, you can go along to their social media and check out all of that information where it's been published at length. Yeah, so shout out to Piping Hot Summer Drummer, 23rd to the 26th of February. There you are. Now, there's another uh, little event that's coming up very soon, actually, and I just wanted to draw your attention to it because we haven't talked about it in a wee while here in the show. And of course, that's happening on the 4th of March in the uh, yeah the Royal Hotel in Cookstown. It's the Kids with Cancer charity night. So, yeah, if you haven't got that date in your diary, by the way, then you're really missing a trick because this is going to be quite a stellar event. So, again... I had to catch up with Gary Smith just to find out about how preparations for this upcoming event were going. So, Gary, we've been saying this now for a few weeks, a few months actually, but the event's actually coming up soon, isn't it? The Kids with Cancer Night. It is, Rob, yeah, on the 4th of March. Yeah, so it's less than two months now. That's it. It's just coming in quick. So remind us again who all is playing at this, first of all. Who's going to be on the lineup? Well, obviously, the top names are uh, Inveraria District as a band. Yeah. Uh, um, Fred Morrison. Oh, the legend. Yeah. <laughs> Happy so, days. They're, they're the two, if you want to, high, high, high uh, artists are, um, but yeah. then you have their, their local talents, so obviously, with drumming ways, you have Gareth McLees, Molly mm-hmm. Glad Holmes, um, mm-hmm. John Lapp. Oh, you have to you have to have John. It's it's not a kids with cancer night without John, you know. Well, John's a permanent fixture there. <laughs> you know, so, um, and then you have the family here. They they killed the cousins. Um, oh yes, they're making a return again, Gary. Aye. Well, it's just just it's, it's a slow process. That one. <laughs> yeah. It's nearly easy to put the rest of the show together than it is to get someone to get those four boys put together. <laughs> you know. But uh, I, I will say that they'll come up with something all right now. Oh, good um, stuff. So, yeah, say, piping, yeah I was sorry. going to ask you about the piping end as well. Then, who, who have we got from the pipers? You have two two good local talents as Scott McKay, mm-hmm. uh, John McElmurray from Scottish Power. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. There you go. Oh, two, smashing. Two good lads, two two real good players, and they haven't been there before. So, that'll be we've got a. Something, something new for everybody. Aye, oh, absolutely, yeah. So um, I have to ask you about that amazing vocalist that was there at last year's event, uh, Neve. Oh, is she making a return again? 
Neve is back again, yeah, and has agreed to perform a little longer. Um, oh, brilliant. Maybe a couple of couple of weeks done. So this time, not really too sure exactly, but she has agreed to to mm. perform for uh, a, a a bit longer. So um, she she was something else. Oh, definitely a highlight, you know, for sure. You know, shots and everything were outstanding, but that moment with Neve was just incredible. There wasn't a dry eye in the house. It was amazing. Yeah, it wasn't. As I said to Hank before, it's one of the few times when you're up on stage and you're actually fit to see that you had the whole audience just mm. mesmerized. Yeah. Oh, um, it was incredible. Sometimes on stage, you're you maybe hearing the boys in the bar tell telling each other the stories, and that just gets louder. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like on, on whenever Neve was, was performing it was just silence all around it was mm. amazing oh it was for sure yeah. yeah so what else have we got in store then Gary we have the three world champion drum majors we have Georgia Louis and Cara um, they're performing um, mm. as well so, a bit of a display great stuff yeah, yeah. it's great they again involve our, our drum majors we I believe are still a very, very much uh, a part of the pipe band family, even even though many mm. people have different opinions and this and that and other thing. And if a cold, wet day, if, if you've had a bad performance and the last thing you really want to do sometimes is maybe go and play for drum majors, but <laughs> at, at the end of the day, they, they are there and they're they're certainly um, very, very much welcome to to all our all our concerts, you know. So yeah, oh, absolutely, uh, yeah. So as I said for many years, we have the best drum majors in the world, and this is this is a proof of the pudding. Oh, we can't indeed. Well, me and you would probably be a bit biased, saying we're both Northern Irishmen, but there you go. Yeah, <laughs> but I have to agree. <laughs> um, so for non-piping fans, say if you're turning up to this event, Gary, and having a notion about the piping world, is there anything here for non-piping fans? Well, if you're into football and, and the women's football, well, then there certainly is. We have uh, Kerry Shields. A good friend of my own here, who is the Northern Ireland woman's manager. Manager, yeah. Oh, Kenny's it's, coming along. There you go. Excellent. Kenny's coming to chat to us, um, basically just about the, the, the story and how or where they had started out at until obviously per- participating at the Euros mm. uh, and obviously going forward, what, what their plans are, one thing and other. And as far as I'm aware, um, there's, there's two, if not three, of the, of the players is coming. As well, oh, as well, to, to chat as well. So I'm kind of trying to hopefully work it in such a way that they, they, whatever they they do the wee, wee bit on the stage that they actually can hang about for a wee while. Because I should have a few, maybe what we photos and autographs. And oh, a few autographs and selfies will be took. I have no doubt there, Gary. Yeah, so, so it's it's kind of hard to know. At the end of the day, I don't know exactly who it is who's coming to meet Kenny um, shortly. Aye. So. We'll, we'll find out exactly who it is uh, and I'm hoping that obviously it brings something which has been signed by the squad because I know they have a they have they're, they're meeting up now in February oh see right I to get ready yeah so excellent stuff so for folks listening right now tickets are still available and I think they're 20 quid at the moment aren't yeah. they Gary yeah mm-hmm. 20 quid uh-huh yeah, and you can get them by either contacting Garrett yourself direct, or you can even contact us here in the Big Rab Show. Or I think there's, there's even a PayPal, isn't there? There's uh, Kids with Cancer Twenty Twenty at Outlook dot com. I think that's, that's what it. it was. Yeah, that's it. I know. So as as far as you no, know, as as far handier, it's, uh, 
yes, there's, there's easier ways around it, but obviously we, we know that those other platforms take a percentage off everything. Um, right. There's no way I would want to be putting any extra any extra cost on the people. Oh, that's it too. A very a lot of online ticket sales companies do take their cut. Um, we want every penny to go to the Children's Cancer Unit in the Royal Victoria Hospital in Belfast. So, yeah, that, that, I don't know. I'm stupidly excited about not only Fred Morrison but Inverary. Like we're talking a full band here, Gary, aren't we? Um, they're talking. I think it's almost thirty. I know they have four from here, so that's just about there's about twenty four, twenty five. Um, coming across, so it's very much as another reason why there's there's probably going to be slightly less seating um, mm. up at the front to allow for them to be to have such a bad. I think the shot last year had twenty altogether. Yeah, mm. we we had to take tables out and we seen what uh, what room they needed at the front. So if you go to shot or if everybody's putting in another another ten, there'll be there'll be a few tables taken out. I to make um, room for it all, yeah. <laughs> there's been a couple of wee bits of pieces which we have had feedback from from the audience over the years you know and one of them is certainly there were the, the people standing around the door trying mm-hmm. to get out and go to the toilets and things like that there so what we're hopefully trying to do there is take out the tables at the back of the hall um and have that a standard room only right yeah um, so that'll avoid that there's also other toilets um in the hall and in, in the main in the main room which people probably aren't, it was my own fault, people probably aren't aware of. Mm. So we will be kind of directing them down to those toilets so they're not running out and instead, of course, if you have to go for a smoke or something like that, that's different. Yeah, yeah. Um, but just things like that there, uh, it's just so there, there will be there will be less seating um, as it stands at the moment, you know, until mm. we see how many people we have. Uh, so all I would just say is if, uh, just to guarantee yourself a seat, just give me a sh- and um, as I have placed on Facebook, if, if there's bands or people just want to all be together and around at one table, let me know as soon as possible because that's like everyone else. There's tables. I know there's there's already three tables who are are booked from for three different bands. Wow, there you go. So that, that's what I was going to ask you. Are you getting like big group bookings? Because I know from previous nights you could pick them out. All right, Colin Kells over there. There's Tully Lagan. You can pick out the different bands sitting in their in their tables. Yeah, oh, there's, there's there's already obviously the first one in every year. You know, generally be Rivara. To be fair to them, they yeah. used to have their, their table, uh, and that's pretty close to to the bar. You mm. know, they're they're in there every year. Keep us that table, and now there's 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 a couple more coming in there. You know, you have the Willie Hutchison table mm-hmm. usually, which our side of the hall. Um, mm-hmm. so like it's it's like everything else you know if you have say 20 well I don't know maybe 15 tables and you have maybe 5 of them already taken up you know then you have somebody else 2 or 3 coming on this table 2 or 3 coming on that table uh, that but, doesn't take long to fill up Gary yeah you know and on, on the night then I, I don't have any way of trying to sort it out because obviously you're so busy trying try to get other things sorted um, yeah don't know who's sitting where, what or wherever, you know. So oh, that's it. So anybody's interested in that, just look give me a shout, let me know, and we can get get a table reserved for you. That'll not be not be an issue at all. Absolutely. So I think the instruction here, folks, is to grab tickets early when you can and uh, yeah, avoid disappointment. We say it every year, and then the event comes and then everyone's like, Oh Rab, can you sort us out with a ticket? No, they're gone. <laughs> 
<laughs> also, at the start, of the main thing was because the hotel needed to know mm. roughly how many seats they're going to be putting out. Um, as there was, as they said before, they have they have done. Um, they will put up concerts and bits and pieces, and then they've had to bring in extra tables and extra seats, and then there's All a right. whole a whole upheaval you know, around certain people, and then they didn't hear this part of the concert, and they didn't hear that part of the concert. <laughs> People can kind of get on get on the ball pretty early and let us know. And we, you always expect the last you know, the last week or so, the, the few last minute people, mm, uh, which it. is understandable. But like if, if everybody else can kind of let us know uh, ahead of time, soon, we can we can make it a bit more enjoyable. That's it, indeed, Gary. I wish you the best for this. I absolutely can't wait for the night. It's going to be such a real good night of piping, and hopefully raising some good money for charity as well. Yeah. Well, hopefully so. Like, hopefully we, we add a good bit to it. Already raised forty eight thousand eight hundred. Um wow. you know, there you go. Year. It's almost it's almost ten grand a year, uh, which is that's amazing. Yeah, it, that's brilliant. And, and considering obviously the, the online one that yourself and Andrew basically did all the work for, um, you know, even through COVID we still kept it going. That's it. Uh, Indeed. So it's, it's I think it's something which a lot of people look forward to as I've always been told it's at a good time of the year, February, March. But what's happened at that time of the year, apart no. from maybe all Ireland solos and things like that? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it. They're not normally around this time of year. So, yeah, but no, I, I completely agree. It's a bit like a pre season party for folks. And uh, yeah, it's a bit of a highlight. You know, so it's all for a good cause and everybody enjoys the night. So um, just come on ahead and, and say, just give me, give me your names and the many tickets you need. And We'll get you sorted. Indeed. Gary, I have to say thanks so much for chatting with us on the show this week. And again, that's another dip for your diary, folks. Uh, So, yeah, purchase tickets, get them early. Thanks very much, Gary. Cheers. Thanks very much. Cheers, bye. There you are. So that's it for Dates for Your Diary for this week. Uh, So, yeah, you guessed it at this point in the show. It's time for me to go and get a big cup of tea. It's time for the topic of the week. The British Drum Company is driven by their passion to create the finest marching drums for those who recognise and value the highest of standards. The Axial Series is the British Drum Company's flagship pipe band range. Axial's distinctive aesthetic owes much to its X-frame cage system. This futuristic hardware is designed to complement all of the amazing shell finishes on offer, such as the Phantom, Smoked Walnuts, and the very popular Merlin finishes, of which there are three new additions for 2022, Platinum, Violet, and Emerald. The basin tenors now come with Georgian oak hoops, which feature their head stress management system, and wide mass claws for all-round better tension across the heads. The British Drum Company's Axial Series is innovation defined, designed and engineered for you to look amazing, sound amazing and feel amazing. Ah yes, it's time for Topic of the Week and as you've guessed by the title of this week's episode, we are talking to Scott Wood. Now I, yeah, I am being completely transparent here by saying that I am a huge fan of Scott Wood all of his work as a producer, but also as a bagpiper and composer in his own right. I was first introduced to Scott Wood with his Scott Wood trio. Now, that tells you how long ago it was. <laughs> Quite a while. And then also, of course, following that, he formed the Scott Wood Band and launched his album Upsurge. And I remember being at the album launch, interviewing him backstage. And man, from then, watching Scott's career, it has just... 
yeah, it just seems to be getting bigger and better every single year. Scott has been featured in many different important recordings, I would argue, in the Celtic and folk music scene. And uh, yeah, just an absolutely blistering bagpiper and one of which that I am a huge fan of. And uh, yeah, who has a huge gig coming up tomorrow night as part of Celtic Connections at the 26th of January. Oh, yeah, we talked about it earlier there for Dates for Your Diary. But let's get into this week's topic. Um, Yeah, time to ask Scott Wood some big, heavy-hitting questions. Let's welcome Scott to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast. A quite well-known figure in the piping scene, I have to say, Scott Wood. Welcome to the show. How are you? I'm great, Rob. How are you doing? The best, mate. The best. Well, the the reason I'm saying you're quite well-known in the piping scene is because you've been really prolific from the outset, if you don't mind me saying, with the Scott Wood band. And I remember covering your album launch, Upsurge. And then it's been an upsurge since then, mate. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, so it's quite a storied career since then, really. Yeah, yeah, it's been pretty, it's been pretty full on. Uh, to be honest, it, it feels like, in one way, it feels like only a couple of months ago. But I think looking back, that album was about uh, seven years ago. So yeah, you've been wow. such a great support, Rob. Really appreciate it. Has it been seven years, really? Yeah. Well, funnily enough, I've, I've actually. Uh, doing a show at Celtic Connections in January and I've called it the 10 year anniversary because my dad mentioned that and then only yesterday I realised wait that's not 10 years at all it's only 7 <laughs> so, so no, there you go well, if anything that brings me on to the first topic that I wanted to talk to you about and that was of course the big Celtic Connections gig uh, so we know your guitarist there Ron Jappy and he, yeah tell us about this Celtic Connections gig that you have lined up so um, basically yeah Ron I've just been asked to do this uh, at Celtic Connections with his own solo project, which I was involved in as well. I, I recorded and pr- produced the album and played on it. Uh, mm-hmm. And so did a, a couple of the guys in uh, the Scott Wood Band as well. So we thought uh, they were kind of looking for another act to play with them at Celtic Connections. And we thought, let's get the band back together and go for it. So um, we we, play, we only played a gig in uh, Dubai this year at the Dubai Expo in February past um but the last time we played before that was 2017 just with everyone in the band just doing different things um it's quite hard to get us all together so um mm. we thought let's give it a go and just have a a good time at Celtic Connections oh I, I don't know I am a huge fan of the Scott Wood band as, as you know but I, yeah I heard about the Dubai gig uh, but I didn't see any clips and stuff so tell us how did it go how did you find it well, it was it was amazing. Basically, the, the night after we were there, or two nights after, I think Coldplay were playing. Um, so it, it was that level of uh, kind of production. And the, wow. the BBC, no, that was it. The yeah, I think the BBC Symphony Orchestra were playing the same night of night as us as well. So wow. the stage was just absolutely massive, and it was the biggest production I've ever done in terms of light show and um, uh, yeah, sound and things like that. So amazing. it was quite an experience and nice to get back together and play together. I'm sure. Now there has been rumors. Now I don't. I'm not going to ask you to confirm anything, but there has been rumors that the band have been working on some possible new recordings going forward. Is that the case? <laughs> I've been saying that for seven years now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to, to be honest with you, I've got. Um, we've pretty much got almost a full album and maybe even two sitting there, all demoed up and kind of wow. ready to record. But it it just it doesn't feel right yet for me to. Um, to do it i don't know there's just something the, the music's good and we like it but i, I think i'm just mm-hmm. into so many different types of music just now it's quite hard to pinpoint what specifically we want to do and yeah. i want i really want to make a second album uh quite meaningful and the, the right thing so yeah. uh 
Yeah, well, we'll see, we'll see what happens. We might come up with a few albums at once. <laughs> oh, excellent. Well, here, keep us posted on that. We'd love to hear from that, sure. Definitely. Yeah. Now, of course, you've been mentioning about that you're into all sorts of different music at the moment. And uh, we recently just recorded an interview for uh, Radio Ulster as well with your uh, work with Celtic Worship. And that, like, that band has, it's just went big guns. Like, you're talking huge figures for Celtic Worship. And do you want to tell us about your work with the band and uh, the success of everything there? Yeah, basically, um, so Celtic Worship is my kind of uh, Christian outlet, almost. It's, it's a chance to play worship music uh, with a mm. bunch of uh, friends, including my wife as well, which is nice. So um, yeah. we've been a band since 2015, perhaps, um, and we basically just got together to do one concert in Glasgow during Celtic Connections, just put on a, a Sunday church service, and yeah. it just kind of took off from there. We recorded a few albums. And once we put it online, it just kind of took off on YouTube. And yeah, so I think some one of the videos is nearly up to 10 million views now, almost. Uh, that's like, what I was going to say. Hard, so. Yeah, like the, the online yeah. views have been incredible. You know, the, the popularity of that music. And I think, uh, you know, I'm going to throw myself under the bus here, but I think it's the melding of the two worlds between all of the Christian and Christian rock music and stuff, but then mixing in the Celtic and, you know, the, the Scottish and Irish influences. It's, yeah, it's absolutely beautiful in some cases. So, yeah, yeah do, do you find that yourself that, that, you know, the piping and the whistles and that add a whole other element to that kind of music? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. A lot of people ask this. I think it's quite natural for us to do it. So basically we don't, we don't really try and dress anything up. We just do exactly how we hear the music. So for us, yeah. it seems quite natural. But when I, when I analyse it and think about it for for Americans, for example, which is probably our biggest audience, you know, it's mm-hmm. it's really connecting them to their faith and to their, their cultural roots as well, back to Scotland and Ireland. So it's yeah. probably really natural for them as well and kind of striking a chord there. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's hard to, when you're part of it, it's, it just kind of naturally happens, you know. Um, but yeah, it definitely is it, one of my favourite things to play on a, on a gig basis as well in worship. Um, so it just feels really fun to, to play. No, smashing stuff. Well, I have to say, for us on Rab Show, we've obviously been huge fans of your work with Scaravore, of course, being the featured piper there. Tell us what it's like to go out on stage with such a huge band. And some of the, some of the gigs you guys have played have been huge. it's it's uh yeah it's great it's great fun so yeah i joined the band about six years ago now um so yeah i've been with them for quite a while and i think on average we we kind of roughly do about 160 gigs a year so it's a lot of a lot of uh, concerts um yeah to, to to perform but yeah we've done some absolutely huge gigs some gigs you know um I would never ever get to do and or get the bagpipes to that kind of uh, level of consistent uh, performances playing mm. the music we kind of write and, and want to play. Um, so yeah, it's been it's been amazing. To be honest, the guys are all great. We get on brilliantly, um, and yeah, we just we've just finished recording a new album as well, which just some exciting news this morning actually just got announced. We've uh, we've signed to a big record company called Cooking Vinyl. Um, wow! Who, yeah, they have acts like uh, the Proclaimers, Delamitri, Nina Nesbitt. Yeah. the water boys some really amazing big acts so that that's really exciting so that album's coming uh next year at some point which will be pretty fun oh smashing i can't wait for that hey that's brilliant there you go i wasn't expecting <laughs> that actually <laughs> oh excellent uh so no my, my next question was actually going to be has there been any like memorable moments on stage like has there been any moments where you've kind of sat back and go wow look where i am that kind of thing yeah, I think we do so many concerts, it's quite easy to get 
um, just in a routine of doing it. But I think it's quite important to pinch yourself now and again and go, wow, look, you know, look how far you've yeah. come. If you were 16 and telling yourself you were doing this, that would be amazing. Because <laughs> I actually ended up, I played with Scary Work when I was 16. Um, mm. I was playing with Strathclyde Police Pipe Band and myself and Duncan Nicholson and uh, Shawnee McIntyre of True West. We went up and performed with them at their album launch. And since yeah. then, I was always like, this is amazing. This is what I want to do. So now I'm kind of almost living that 16-year-old dream. It's pretty It's pretty amazing. So oh. we had a tour there uh, out in Alaska and in Canada and seeing all that beautiful scenery. That was a real moment where I was like, wow, this is like an amazing opportunity to get to travel the world playing the bagpipes. There you are, indeed. And it's something we talk about on the show quite often. You know, for any young kids out there or anyone that's thinking of taking the instrument up, just... It, the possibilities are endless. Like you said, you know, you throw the bag under your arm and then suddenly you're on a plane. You know, you, you can travel the globe with this, really. Uh, uh, where has been like the most exotic location that you've played at? Um, I, I, honestly, I'm very blessed. I've played kind of all over the world. I think probably Brazil was one of the most impressive sounding ones. Or Alaska. Wow, Brazil. Or, or Canada. <laughs> and then over in Australia as well. I've been to China, Bangkok, Shanghai. Wow. Uh, as well so but almost nearly every continent <laughs> there you go that's impressive so there you go so if you're listening to this interview right now and you're thinking about taking up the instrument there's no better yeah. advertisement yeah <laughs> <laughs> possibilities are endless yeah oh, they are. so i have to ask it not only are you a working musician performing musician but you're also a studio engineer and recording it's, it's, you work with oak uh, what do you call the name the oak ridge studios completely left my head there oak ridge studios uh, so tell us about the studios and the work that you've done you've worked with some of the biggest acts uh, this last while yeah basically so once i recorded the first scott woodband album upsurge in mm. 2015 i flew out to a man named tyler duncan's house in ann arbor in michigan he's the piper and whistle player in the band called the Olam, which he's probably most well known for but he's also a unbelievable like music producer and composer and he's got a studio in his house there um, he works with some huge, huge, huge acts. Um, so I went out there for a week to spend with him to to mix my album and just fell in love with like the studio process and how he, he was making this amazing music from his from his own house with not a lot of equipment. Mm-hmm. So I basically came back from then like super, super inspired to um, to do it myself and yeah, obsession. My obsessive nature kicked in and ended up purchasing <laughs> lots of equipment, studying lots. Uh, just and recording lots of bands and yeah about five six years later I've got a uh, studio in my house now that's pretty pretty well equipped um, compared to most go. studios and, uh, and yeah kind of modelled his setup as well of having the kind of home recording style and I, I have lots of bands come in but yeah it's really my passion I, lo- I love playing the bagpipes I, I really do love it but but kind of recording and producing and composing music uh, for myself or for other people is is a real like I just love that as well. Yeah, that's a real passion of mine. Yeah, and it, honestly, it does come through. Like, we have played a good number of your recordings on our Fuse FM Thank radio you. show and stuff. And obviously, that you can tell the production value that goes into some of these recordings. You can tell there's a lot of work involved. So with your own approach then to production of a recording, so say a band walks into your studio and they start getting pipes out of the box, start getting whistles out, mandolins and everything. Like, what is your approach to the, do you want to hear the whole song first of all, or do you break it down into parts? And, you know, what is your approach to it? Um, Basically, my kind of 
the latest kind of side of things I like to do when, say, a band comes in to work with me, I like to, and I'm involved as a producer, then mm. um, I'll work with them kind of in, va- in advance of them coming in and get them to send demos and give them feedback or advice or, or ideas on how they can best shape the, the song right. in terms of its yeah. just basic structure and composition. Um, and then when they come in, um, it's a case of, making making it as best as possible um mm-hmm. i try not to overthink it as well I, I try and just go with what my guts tell me a lot of the time a lot of the time i'll be like this b section here feels a bit empty it perhaps needs something like this and i'll go over to a synthesizer and do something and add things yeah. in um but a lot of the time it's just really getting the best out of people as well and uh managing the band for example and just mm. between like making sure they're happy making sure they're pleased with their music and pleased how it's going and, and just making sure we get the best performances out of them as well I'm sure that's very much a part of it too, like coaching the musician to get the best performance possible yes. on, on tape, I guess. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty much a psychology job as well. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So not only do you have to be technically minded, but you have to be a people person too, I guess. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> oh, there you go. It's, it's fascinating, honestly. So I wish you every success with Oak Ridge and with all of your work, I guess, uh, with Celtic Worship, Scaravore, and I can't wait for the return of the Scottwood Band. I'm so excited <laughs> for the gig. <laughs> So remind us again about when it's happening at Celtic Connections. Uh, and can folks go and grab tickets for this and stuff now? Yep. The tickets are on sale uh, from the CelticConnections.com website. Um, we're mm-hmm. performing in the Dry Great Brewery in Glasgow, which is an amazing venue, oh, on the yeah. 26th of January. And it's a kind of double-header concert. Um, my collaborator and bandmate and good friend, Ron Jaffe, he's, uh, he's got his own solo project. So he's doing... Uh, his own album which i played on and produced as well um on the same night so basically it's almost the same band or playing his album first and then we'll go into a scottwood band set after that so it's going to be quite a quite a fun night a tiny night of playing <laughs> oh i tell yeah you'll be on stage all night mate you'll be knackered mm. by the end of it yeah <laughs> yeah so i have to ask you then with all of your exciting work with recordings and on stage and albums are plenty do you ever look back towards the competitive band scene and think I would like to go in that circle again. Do you ever get the oh, itch? A hundred percent, yeah, to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> so I'm, I'm thankful not to have the two nights a week band practice. Well, <laughs> but, there is that, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I would I would love to do it. I think the last time I did anything with pipe bands was at, uh, with Phil Marshall at their concert. Um, was it called Impact? Impact, um, yes. Hall. That's right. Um, I was a part of the backing band playing whistles and growing up. Field Marshal were my, my favourite band uh, and to sit and like watch them do what they do and perform in the back of it playing whistles was just an absolute dream come true and just hearing that tone mm. and that sound um, I, I would love to go back and play under Richard probably uh, but I just, unfortunately my life is uh, during the summer is festival season and we spend so much time out in America That's stuff, it. it's quite hard yeah, not so crazy busy. Absolutely. But yeah, I have to agree. And I was going to ask you about Field Marshal and sitting behind what we affectionately call the machine because <laughs> they're incredible. So I being part of that background band, it's bound to have been an experience for that huge concert. Yeah. Uh, yeah, huge. Yeah, because my piping tutor growing up was Gordon McCready, who played in Field Marshal for years mm. um, in the front rank. So I, I kind of grew up just absolutely admired and everything they've done and uh to sit to sit back and just watch richard and the band just working the way they do and just yeah. hear that was just a just unbelievable 
That's a wall of sound, isn't it? Yeah, there yeah. you go. So, Scott, you never know what the future might hold. The next time I could be chatting with you on the grass, actually, at a competition, <laughs> you never know. You never, never know. know. <laughs> <laughs> so, Scott, thanks so much for taking time to chat with us on the podcast this week, mate. I really appreciate your time. And, uh, yeah, the best of luck to you and every success thanks, for the future. Sir. Thank you. Thanks for all your support, Rob. Take care of yourself. Thank, Thank you. you. Ah, fantastic stuff. Thank you so much to Scott Wood there for taking time to chat with us here on the Big Rab Show podcast. Honestly, yeah, it, it was great to catch up with him and actually find out what he's up to. Like, he's incredibly busy at the moment. Like, it seems to be he's everywhere. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, shout out to Scott Wood. Thank you so much for taking time, And uh, as I say. And then the best of luck for your gig tomorrow at Celtic. I absolutely have no doubt that the place will be ram-packed. Looking at the rehearsal footage and stuff that we've seen on online little clips and stuff of the scott wood band now back again rehearsing together oh just goosebump material you know you get the chills and they get the shivers and go wow that's good well yeah that's that's happening right now uh, so shout out to scott wood ron jappy and to everyone there at the scott wood band hope you all have a blistering gig on the 26th as part of celtic connections there you are ah oh, brilliant stuff this has been a fun episode to put together. And uh, yeah, being completely self-indulgent, I brought someone on the show who I'm a massive fan of. So there you go. If you have anyone out there that you would like us to talk to that you're a massive fan of, then please do email us in. Or even if you have any thoughts, suggestions, questions, queries, then you know where to go. BigRabShow at gmail.com. That address again, BigRabShow at gmail.com. Send us in your thoughts and let us know what you think about the show or anything that we spoke about. There you are. Also, don't forget, like every other podcast, we do have a Patreon where you can go and help support the show over there by clicking on support and getting your mitts on loads of extra stuff. Uh, So, yeah, consider going and checking that out. There's a ton of extra goodies back there. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, folks, that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. We are out the door. So, as always, drop us in a message. Let us know that you're listening so I'm not here in my garage blethering away to myself. Aye. <laughs> and we'll see us all again, back again next week for even more bagpiping goodness. Until then, stay safe, and we'll see us all again next week. All the best. Well, that's it for another Big Rap Show podcast. Thanks so much for downloading this week. And a special thank you to our sponsor, G1 Reads. Played by bands around the world, they are the champion's choice. Played by two-time world champions in Vararian District. Don't forget to check out thebigrabshow.com to be kept up to date with all the latest news and views from the piping world. And also check us out on Patreon. For five bucks a month, you can get your hands on tons of extra piping goodness and be part of the Patreon faithful. So until next week, guys, we'll see you right here on the Big Rab Show podcast. All the best.